0: What if you could pinpoint these key concepts that you could teach your child, that you could layer into the conversations as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're driving to school, driving to sports? What kind of impact could that have on the life of your child long term? When instead of listening to everything everyone has to say around them, they knew what God's word said of who God is, how would that change things? Welcome to our Snapshot Series, where we are going to be taking these core ideas of who God is, different attributes of God, and we're going to be learning them in a way that we can speak them into the lives of our children, both now and every day, moving forward for the rest of our lives. God is immutable. The word immutable means unchanging. God doesn't change. And we see this truth, this attribute of our God from beginning to end in his word. We see it in 1 Samuel 15, 29, where Samuel is talking, he's actually rebuking Saul and he's saying, listen, Saul, talking about God, he who is the glory of Israel does not lie or change his mind. He is not a human being that he should change his mind. Then we jump into Malachi three verse six, and God Himself is declaring this. He goes, "For I, the Lord, do not change." Then in Hebrews chapter one verse twelve, the author of Hebrews writes, "But you are the same, and your e- and your years will have no end." And the the translation of that, "You are the same," is actually, "You are you," and that's. A quote back actually from Psalms, but in essence, he's saying, you are, I am, the unchanging one. And then finally, we see over here in James, it says, every good gift, every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Our God does not change. Finally, in Hebrews 13, verse 8, we get the clarity that it's not just God, it is Jesus himself. And he's, the author of Hebrews says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And then, in fact, the author of Hebrews goes on to say, so don't be led away by diverse and strange strange teachings. It's a warning following this verse. And the reason why we see this all through scripture, is the same reason why we want to teach this to our children. We need to know that God is dependable, that what he says is true, that his promises don't change, they don't waver, they're not contingent on anything but him and him alone, and he is immutable. So when we're tending the soil of our children's hearts, when we're creating this environment that sets up, that allows, you know, by conversation, when we begin to go, hey, listen, God doesn't change. The same God we see in these stories in the Old Testament, in the promises in the New Testament, this same God, those promises that were for then are for you today. They're for me today. We have to tend the soil in this environment. We have to talk about the immutability of God because every other thing changes. Everything created changes. Everything in our society today changes. Culture is changing. Truth is changing apart from God's truth. It is all dependent on what man believes. And so when we are now basically at war with the world around us, and we are going to stand and impart to our children the truth of who God is. Standing and imparting the truth that God does not change is vital. It is paramount. All He has promised, all He has given, all He has offered is always going to be there. There's no change. God and therefore, Jesus, and the reason I believe Hebrews thirteen eight sits there, is so just in case you want to make an argument, no, Jesus is fully God, and this is the declaration of who he is in Hebrews 13, verse 8, where he says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus himself never changes. So therefore, God will follow through. You see, that's the core question that our children will wrestle with and where the immutability of God meets them, is that the core question and the way we bring this into conversation is the ache and the the doubt is maybe not this time. Maybe not in this experience or this circumstance. Maybe not here. God won't answer. God won't offer his promise. God won't redeem this. God won't save this. God won't be at work here. This is this core questioning concept that we meet with no. God will follow through. We see it from 1 Samuel, right? All the way through. He follows through with judgment. That's what the whole conversation between Samuel and Saul was, Saul was thinking maybe God would not really judge him. He had done something super wrong, and he's kind of making this argument, maybe God won't judge this. And Samuel's like, yes, he will. Yes, he will. He does not change. And then in Malachi, it's the promise of salvation that is coming. And God goes, I will not change. I promise you this will come to pass in Jesus. It's not wishful thinking. It is certainty. And then we see it carrying into the New Testament where we see Jesus in the flesh and he has come for us and he does not change. It offers our children assurance because his promises are certain, his purposes are certain for us because salvation has been offered fully and the salvation comes through Jesus who answers the need we have. We can trust in his immutability. It is core to our understanding of who Jesus is and his coming. And it is core to the promises of the gospel for us. They will not change no matter what. And that is hope. Thanks for joining me today on Snapshots of Who God Is. Make sure you get on the newsletter so that you get not just today's truth, but the truth for this entire week. We send them out on a weekly basis so that you have them, where you can keep them in front of you, keep them in your Bible, where you can learn them both for yourself and for your child.